Hey, Columbus, we can't turn back without an order from you. I'm not talking while the flavor lasts. What are you chewing? Peach nut gum? We could be in for a long voyage. They're here. This is the Do We Podcast. Sunny, Dave, and Steve. Moments crowded with laughter, listen to this show. Then you'll be happier after when off to work you go. All the cares throughout the day will dwindle away, and you will say the day is happier after the show. Yeah, it's it's got a well, it's like well, your room is never ending surprises. I mean, yeah. I swear to God, every time I come over here, even if it's nothing changes, I see something. Yeah, new. Yeah, it's well, and it's 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 it got cleaned recently, kind of cleaned. It does. It looks good. I uh, I cleaned the shelf here behind me and 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 put a lot of stuff away and and redid this whole black series. I guess like display, I guess you could call it or whatever. And uh, got that all straightened up and reorganized and and just 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 dusted and crap like that and i was planning on doing the other two as well and uh i wound up getting wound up getting sick over my christmas break and stuff like that happy new year by the way happy new year happy new year to you sir uh no i like it it's like a museum you know how museums will always changing they're always moving stuff around like we go to the kimball it's like we want to see a like favorite painting and well where the heck is it yeah you have to ask somebody well it's over here yeah but now yeah it's nice nice because you got like your uh yeah, Fire strikes back with the with 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 Luke and and the the Wampa and Han on the Tauntaun. And I got the little Mandalorian series guys set up right over there. I've got the heavy Mando IG Eleven. Oh, those are when did you get those? I've had those, man. And I even had the I even got the Mando like whenever he came out. And I've got the see, but I never got to. I guess I never really saw. Yeah, them. he was kind of hidden and stuff like that. So I kind of brought him to the forefront and stuff. And I've got the biker scouts back over there. And then, of course, you've always seen the uh, the, the the bounty hunters. I've got all the yeah. bounty hunters, uh, and just I'm, and I started setting up a scene. So I've got like Jabba back over there with uh, Leia Bush, and then Lando and a skiff guard, and Slave Leia, and all like that good stuff. Yeah. So I missed the Mandalorian already. Are oh, you beautiful monster? You. Yeah, dude. Merry Christmas to you. Oh my! God. I hope it fits. I'm sure it will. Is it a small? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got I got it big because I like my shirts big, so I kind of figured that you would no, want yours big as well. I prefer yeah. Big. So you but, open it for me because it's right. sealed. Yeah, we'll open it up in front of the microphone, Sally. It gets a good. Oh my God! Good crank. That is sweet, man. Thank you. You're welcome. Because you told me you got something. Yeah, I ordered it off of Etsy, man. So they had to make it. So I think it's just one of those vinyl heat transfers type things. So I'm not sure on how well those oh, hold yeah. up to like washing and stuff. So you might want to be careful with doing nope, it in the that's dryer. My size. Okay, cool. Yeah, I wasn't sure how well it would hold up to like. I'm not sure how well that stuff will hold up and running in a dryer or whatever. Yeah, Omnis via lupus. Yeah. So it's you got you uh, you're an official howler now. Yep. Oh, look, there you go with the little. Oh, I didn't even see that part. That's nice. That's really cool. Thanks, man. Hey, you're welcome. 
So is that printed on the back of it? Then? That's on the back. Oh, okay. Which is cool. I didn't even know that. And then on the front over your, I guess, hard. I guess, no, not over here. What is that? It's like a circle and an arrow type thing, but I'm not sure what logo that is. That's not Mars, is it? Is it? Maybe it is. Hit pause. All right. So so so, I'll take us off pause now. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I, I just See, forgot we, to, and we were sitting there talking this day up. <laughs> we've been sitting in right. your living room as yeah. we usually do. And, so uh, so the logo is the the is the logo of red for the society. Yeah, and the lowest class. Yeah, which fits me. Of yeah, right. <laughs> you and me both, man. Uh, but yeah, man. So I, I saw that. I was I was like, I knew I wanted to get that for you, and I was looking for it and looking for it and looking for it because you sent me the link a long time ago of the 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 howler like merchandise basically or whatnot. Yeah, it's one of those things I always want to get, but I can't bring myself to get for myself. Oh yeah, yeah. No, and I was going to get myself one also, but I couldn't remember where it was or anything like that. And I found those in Etsy, and I was like, okay, cool. So I had to. Nah, I saw it. And I, I saw, love it. I saw it with just. I saw one. Somebody was just selling one with just a logo, and then I saw that one with the Omnia via lupus. Yeah. So I was nice. like, I got to do the Omnia via lupus yeah. because it's, it's you know the howler How, motto. Howlers, man. Oh yeah. So, anyways, what's been going on, dude? It's freaking like a new year. It's a new year. A lot's new, going on. New Michael. We've had some crazy, crazy weather the past couple of days. Like I, I sent y'all a message, and I know everybody in Texas is tired of hearing about it because it's Texas <laughs> always is this. But literally, yeah. literally on very bipolar. What day was it? Today's Sunday. I guess it was Thursday. I was working. Yeah. In a t-shirt and sweating yep. outside. Oh yeah. The next day, yeah, I am. It's not cold. No, yeah, yeah. But I'm having to wear a raincoat. I'm working in torrential rain, and then having to jump in my truck. Tornado warnings are going off, and it's oh like yeah, lightning's going off. But I mean, I'm this is a job I've been working on. Like, I need to get this done. Oh yeah. So I'm working on it, and then the next day it snows. Yeah. We had snow on the ground, and it's like freezing cold and then you know today i drove over here with the window down yeah and then tomorrow i'm gonna be back out finishing that job and in a t-shirt sweating yeah and working in mud though yeah hopefully it'll dry up. hopefully it'll dry up. yeah yeah it's been ridiculous dude yeah because it was 70 degrees on friday here and then yesterday it didn't even get out of the 40s or out of it didn't get, it barely get out of the 30s yeah. but yet it snowed i had like six inches of snow here at the house and that's just uncalled for like i woke up I started to get up and go to work, but I slept through my alarm and I woke up at like five something in the morning and I could hear the sleet falling. And now that's nothing normal. I mean, that's nothing uh, out of the norm for us. Like, you know, we get ice storms all the blasted time. We don't really get snow. And yeah, nobody, nobody here can, I don't care what anybody says. Nobody can drive in the snow here. Like, that's just how it happens. Like people in Texas, if you move down here from up north, you can rule the road whenever it's like oh, yeah. winter time and it snows because nobody leaves, nobody goes out. If you, you, nobobody wants to because nobody knows how to drive on it because we only get it like once every five years or mm -hmm. something like that. Mm -hmm. It's hard to you know get comfortable with it. <laughs> oh god, yeah, because we just you, it just never happens. And so it was like sleeting like super crazy Saturday morning, and I was like, "Yep, yeah, good thing I slept late because I'm not going in." Went back to sleep, woke back up, and I noticed it was quiet. And I got up and started milling about and looked outside. And it's like 
like not blizzard snowing, not like whiteout snowing, but it's like snowing like heavy and hard and fast. And I was like, what the crap, dude? And yeah, then, you got a lot more snow than we did. Even. Yeah, it was insane, man. And then like a couple of, you know, like an hour or so later, I look outside and it's just everything's coated. And I was like, good Lord. this I mean, it's cool. It's awesome. And everything cleared out real quick because... You know, about eleven thirty, twelve o'clock yesterday afternoon, me and Adam headed out and went down to Arlington for a toy show, which was pretty cool. It was pretty, it was all right. It was kind of lackluster a little bit, but it was like their first show, and it was neat. It was cool. Adam actually bought stuff, and I didn't wind up getting a you thing. Didn't get anything? Yeah, I didn't find something really cool. And uh, I sent you a, a video of it on the thing, and here's you a sticker that you can have also. Awesome. It's uh chicken fried toys. <laughs> but uh this guy had a whole uh line of like customizable figures that he'd done himself. Uh of course they don't mold them and stuff like that themselves. They have a a a uh a, a, a manufacturer, a factory that does all the the molds and pourings and paintings and stuff like that. They basically just design them themselves. Oh. But they're uh, fully customizable. It's the uh, dime dime novel legends was the name of the uh, of the of the line, but it's a bunch of like cowboys and western style stuff. So like whenever you think of the dime novel legends, you you know it's like uh, uh, you know uh, I'm trying to think of some like uh, Wild Bill Hickok and stuff like that. They didn't have any that had specific names of Wild Bill. Bill Hick- yeah. Didn't have any that had specific names. It was just like the prost- prospector, the bartender, the wrangler, and the 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 marshal, and blah blah blah. And like the marshal looked like the Lone Ranger, like you could tell. And so you could buy. He had like you could buy the sets of like the bartender, which comes like a keg of beer and has like two little mugs, but it's got little different inserts that you can put inside the mugs to show the different things and little bitty tiny 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 bottles that were like whiskey bottles and beer bottles and things like that for these things and super customizable that's really cool great paint great head sculpts great articulation on these things that they're a bit pricey they're 28 dollars a figure oh yeah but you know they're a little bit taller than a three and three quarter inch figure they're probably about like not as big as a black series on the six inch but it's somewhere around like five inches or something like this so kind of like between like your normal like gi joe star wars man and like the marvel legend slash star wars black series figures man they should totally go into just doing recreations of like Billy the Kid. Oh yeah, Wild Bill Hickok. Oh god, yeah. You know, and this dude, he had it set up to where you can do that. To where like he and he was like he he doesn't have the license to do like say like the Lone Ranger, right? But you could totally buy like one set that you could tell is like the the upper torso of the Long Ranger, and and then. You could buy the legs because they separate at the okay, waist. Yeah. So you could buy the legs out of this other set and, and take those legs and pop Ranger. it on there and make the Lone, Lone Ranger. And you can buy like all the different little accessories. So you could buy an accessory pack that has a hat and bandanas and guns and masks and all like this stuff. It's, it's really, really, very really cool. Neat, but that is pricey. Yeah, it is. It is pricey. It is very pricey. But, you know, it's an independent company. 
And if it's something uh, that you dig, yeah, it's something we were just talking about that. That's why the reason we rushed in here. Oh yeah, and started because we were sitting in there in the, in the in the living room, and I, you know, introduced Michael to my new couch, and we were sitting there hanging out. And, it was so comfy. Yeah, <laughs> and we were sitting there, like sitting there hanging out and just talking and shooting the breeze, you know. And next thing you know, we're like, oh, well, dude, we should be recording. Okay, jump up and go back into the room because we got to get this down because, like, you were sitting there telling me all this cool information about Conan, and uh, well, just like. Finding your passions and just sticking with that rather than, yeah, I always, I always feel myself pulled into different directions. Like, well, I got to check this out. I got to check that. Well, like this morning I was sitting, like I told you in there, um, with my daughter and I let my wife sleep late because, uh, because she, she and I stayed up till one o'clock playing Skyrim last night <laughs> with my character Ragnar. It's such a fun game though. <laughs> oh, heck yeah. Oh, is he tall? Yeah. Oh, all awesome. headed. And- yes. Yes. I got my Super. Ragnar. Yeah. Heck yeah, dude. And, uh, yeah, and I was like, okay, I'm going to let her sleep in since we did that. And Lila, of course, woke me up at 8, so not much sleep, 8.30 or whatever she got up. Yeah. Uh, like, I was going through, and uh, Dennis from Best of the Rest podcast had sent me this big stack of comic books. Yeah. And a bunch of them were, like, one from, like, 16 to number 100 of oh, wow. Conan the Barbarian. Stack of them. I mean, this is how I've always wanted to get into collecting those. I had two that I spent two dollars each for. I only had two Conan the Barbarian comics. Yeah, I have a lot of uh, of the other Dark Horse runs and the Conan the King, King Conan, and all that stuff, and the, all the different versions. And I have a lot of Savage Sword of Conan, Savage, you know, all that stuff from that period. But I didn't have many of the uh, others, but he sent me this giant stack starting with issue 16 and I'd have like 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, skip 21 or two. And then three, I have, the, I have a lot of comics now and I was like, yeah, I'm just going to take the time. She's going to watch Dora the Explorer on TV <laughs> and I'm going to go through and like make me a, a catalog on a spreadsheet. Yeah. So I'd know what I've got and what I need to get and look for. Exactly. I called mine my checklist. Yeah. My yeah. checklist. Yeah. And I'm like, man, this is, I just enjoyed because I'd take each comic issue out. And at first, I just went through numbering the numbers of each one I had. You know, I put the the list of it's it's Conan the Barbarian, um, 1970 to 1985 or something like that for the dates. The number of issues, one through 273 or four or five, something like that. Yeah. And they're like, mm, I'm going to, okay, I'm gonna, below that, I'm going to list each one. And they're like, eh. I'm going to go in and put the price cover price just for fun. And they're like, huh? I'm going to go, I'm going to go put the title of each issue. And then on the writer and artist, inker, colorist, embellisher, they had, they called, they had a whole section cover embellishers. Really? I so think they're the inkers. Okay. I was about to say, what the devil would embellish? They would take the, the uh, <clears throat> this is just me not knowing, but I'm thanks because they kept changing the terminology around. But basically by the time I got to like issue 100, it would be like writer, artist, inker, colorist, and letterer. But there's a very, like, in the 1970s, like, they had all these different names, and I was having to make all these different <laughs> columns because I wanted to make accurate. Oh, God, yeah. And I was just like, man, I'm having a blast doing this. Oh, yeah. I said, this is, I'm going to just focus on this for a while. This is something I can focus on. Now, he's given me a foundation that I can fill this out over time. I mean, God, I could spend the rest of my life chasing to another 170 <laughs> issues. 
<laughs> you know, and then there's like, I already have a big hunk of the others. And I was telling you about how Marvel yeah. got back the rights and Jason Aaron has just been killing it yeah. with his Conan the Barbarian title that's been running since last January. And it's, he's, I told you how he called it the life and death of Conan. I'm like, you can't kill Conan. Yeah. But he, Conan's invincible. Spoiler. Yeah. He says that he did. He kills Conan. <laughs> and I'm like, wow. <laughs> Only Jason Aaron could pull this off. Yeah. He pull it off. And it's like amazing. Really? Amazing. Awesome. I can't wait for to read the next issue. It might even be out already. But, so, uh, th- but then they went Conan the Barbarian. And then they did Savage Sword of Conan, which is like stories by... They'll do like two or three issues by one writer. Yeah. Two or three issues by another writer. And just stories. And then they went and did, there you got these other, like, Bellet, Queen of the Black Coast, who's a pirate queen who was in the Conan stories. And it tells her life story. Okay. And then there's another one, another lady in the Conan stories, and it's telling her life story. Yeah. And then they put him in Savage uh, Avengers with, like, the Punisher and Wolverine and <laughs> some other characters. And then he's, they've got, they're just like going, they're just going for it with Conan. That's what everything, they, man. Yeah, that's what they need to make a movie of, the Savage Avengers, man. The, give us like the Punisher and Conan and stuff like that in a freaking movie, man. That would be sick. And Wolverine. And Wolverine. You want to see Wolverine and Conan going at it? Uh, dude, yeah. That was pretty amazing. Yeah. That whole run is, I'd love that in a movie. That Just the storyline that they tell, the, the Savage Avengers. And then they're doing um, Serpentine War with Conan, and what they're doing is they're bringing Conan and like a lot of other obscure, kind of obscure for yeah. most people, uh, Robert E. Howard characters from his other stories that he did. Because we talked a while back about how Robert E. Howard, this guy from Texas, came up. For, yeah, came up he with also Conan wrote all kinds of other stuff. He wrote boxing stories and adventure stories and westerns, and the and they're just I'm mean, like I can't keep up. And then yeah. they have another one. I grabbed the other day is Conan the Barbarian number one. I can't remember the writer. It's uh, it's like set in the future, with like robots and stuff. Really? Yeah, I haven't read that one. I've been sitting. I'm just letting. I've got it. I'm looking at it. I'm like, I'm gonna get into this one, but they're yeah. over, they're almost overwhelming me with all the options because I was talking about how I'm I'm gonna cut off Valiant at yeah. twenty at January first, twenty twenty. I'm gonna just like fill in the little holes I've got for that and just be happy with it. Yeah, and then focus on stuff that I love. Yeah, so and that's mainly Conan then. Most, mainly that, and then I have another six or seven books that I get six or seven that titles just, that just, you're I've discovered over that, that are non valiant books or whatever. Yeah. So like, what about like Bloodshot and stuff like that or whatever? So see now you're making me not want to quit because <laughs> the movie's coming out really soon. Well, you can always just do like one. Yeah, yeah. You know, well I'm gonna like okay. My favorite character in Valiant is Eternal Warrior, which is kind of like. That's what sucked me in. Yeah, the he sounds, he, he sounds was, very much like a Conan type. Dude. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'll keep up with that stuff. I'm just yeah. not gonna like get every book like I have been because I don't have to. I've, yeah, I've, I've weaned myself off of. I don't have to do this. It's that thing Adam's kind of looking at because I listen to Adam's. Uh, his 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 uh his, his oh yeah he did a bibliophile he did a bibliophile adventures yeah. episode on Russell Brand's Brand's recovery book. yeah which deals with addiction and it's like dealing with recognizing <laughs> you have a problem yeah would you be better off without this problem because there are some problems that aren't bad oh god yeah but they're still problems they're still problems yeah 
I it, can, is, we're is, sitting in my room but, of problems. <laughs> but you seem to be living comfortably. Yeah. Happy. Oh, good. It yeah. brings you joy. Yeah. It ever became a problem to where, like, you're not paying your electric bill and we're sitting here in the dark <laughs> and there's no. It's just us talking to a tape recorder that yeah. I had to have double, <laughs> right. you know, batteries right. for to, to. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it is. It does get pretty dark in here now because I did spend time blacking out that window over there, so there's no UV light getting in getting in here. So this is a UV safe zone. Oh, to so. protect the. To, to yeah, protect I had some yellowing on some stuff, and I was like, "That's got to be coming in from that window," and it's uh, that's a blackout curtain, and so it was like just a small little sliver. So I just went ahead and completely, totally got some like a reflective back foam board and oh, stuff like cool. that and totally cut it out to fit the window perfectly and then slid it in there and taped around it with reflective tape to tape to keep That's a lot of work man. yeah yeah i've got a lot of money invested in here so yeah. oh yeah well yeah, yeah so. it is a treasure trove here yeah but so yeah, 2020 is gonna yeah. be the year of focusing in on my passions and yeah. not getting distracted by things that i shouldn't be no i got you and like what are your passions one is uh yeah is is my vintage collection man that's one of them and then my black series that's 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 the two that i really f- mainly focus on now like i love the vehicles and stuff like that but they just don't put out enough vehicles from the ot for me to really care about they've got an x-wing out right now that's a luke x-wing but i've got a luke x-wing over there and i would like this one but it's a hundred bucks yeah you know and so it's like do i really need to spend a hundred bucks on an x-wing no, do I want to spend a hundred bucks on the X Wing? Yeah, but it's yeah. it's having to set by the wayside. There's the Boba Fett helmet that I'd really like to get that's a hundred plus bucks. There's the Luke X Wing helmet that I'd like to get that's like seventy nine, eighty bucks or whatever, but all that type of stuff. I just kinda like I'm like, okay, I'll put it by the wayside and if I come across it at a good yeah. sell price, then yeah. that's whenever I'll pick it up or whatever. See that's you're being responsible and managing your addiction well yeah yeah instead yeah. of letting it run you oh god yeah because i gotta admit i've had i've done some i've made some stupid decisions <laughs> based on this I just, oh i have too <laughs> I, need, I, I need this thing and yeah. I, I shouldn't do that but yeah um well yeah. and then like for me say i come across something that i don't have in my collection and i really want it and it's a really good price yeah uh a lot of times I'll go ahead and if it's going to put me in a bind that week, a lot of times I'll go ahead and buy it and I'll just make it work because like I get this weird feeling in the back of my head that's like, I should have picked that up. I should, I should have bought that. I should have gotten that. Now I'm probably not going to find it at that price or whatever. And I have like, I have a rule whenever I, whenever like I'm at like a convention or like a toy show, like yesterday, I'll go by and say I find something at a, at a at a dealer's table. Yeah. And like I was telling you that I didn't pick up anything yesterday just because I saw a lot of stuff that I would have liked to have had, but like one of them was a uh, a carry case, a collector's carry case that they put back put out way back in like 77 or whatever which one is that uh, like the it was just this like this vinyl box basically is like a kind of you remember the hot wheels carriers that yeah, were kind of yeah. vinyl and it had like a not not the darth vader head no not the darth the, vader uh, head like, did, they, did they have a c3 they did have a yeah, c3 view yeah i've got them both i've got them out in the garage i need to do something with them i need, need to, to hang them on the up. wall yeah i saw that and i actually saw a dude on a on a that imperial commissary uh facebook page and he had his hanging on the wall and i asked him like hey man what'd you use to hang those he never did reply so 
Uh, some people are kind of because you don't want to some collectors are through it into yeah, the wall. Yeah, exactly. Some collectors are weird like that. Some collectors will like share with you like what type of shelf displays they are, what type of lighting they've got, what type you know. And this is where they got them at, and this is how much they cost, and all like this type of stuff. And some collectors like don't want to share at all. They're like, no, yeah. I'm not going to tell you how I'm displaying that. It's like, why not, dude? It's cool. Like that's kind of. St- ridiculous but hey you know it is what it is i guess everybody's not as nice as you did yeah you know but i i uh you know i saw i saw a a, a thing yesterday and my, my rule is, is i see something at a show it's a good prize mm-hmm. and i want to get it uh if i pick it up once that's fine if i pick it up twice that's fine if i pick it up a third time then i go ahead and buy it yeah because it's just like because you yeah, because really it's hard. drawing me, and it's not it's not like because like the toy show yesterday, I always do the first initial circuit, and then I do another circuit after that. Sometimes I'll even do a third circuit. Usually it's just two, but I'll stop at each table and kind of look around, kind of scan around, look, and like because some of the dudes like they don't really want to sell certain things, so they'll kind of have them stuck back well, over well, a little I'll crevice then yeah exactly them. exactly and, and i think it's just because like a lot of those dudes a lot of those guys they're collectors also yeah it's like you deciding to open up a shop yeah and it's like well well and i only have this one i don't want to sell that yeah exactly and like i was actually with adam yesterday and like i was like dude i actually thought about myself getting a table down there yesterday because i've got so much excess stuff that i need to sell like basically all the just about all these figures right here are all excess figures just about some of them like he's staying because he's a brown-haired luke and and bestman gear right uh but that vader over there i picked up the vader just because he was a good price and then i've got two of the bestman guards right mm-hmm. there, there's nothing different about those one's palatoy one's just a regular kenner uh, and there's nothing different about it. That stormtrooper, he's just another stormtrooper that Leia Bouche. She's a bit of a variant, but I don't really know about that because like she's got a different color helmet. And so I need to do some checkup on that. Same thing with the X-Wing Luke. I've got an X-Wing Luke, but that one's a little bit better condition. So I was just going to swap them out. You know, I'm always constantly on the look for stuff like that. And so what bit, about- like you're always wanting to just improve. Yeah. He's a little bit. Exactly. Exactly. But then why not? sell and that's the thing i need to because i've got a uh, i've kind of got an excess i've kind of got a glut of excess products so i need to take it and sell it so one of those ways to do it is like i, I know a guy that buy some stuff off. <laughs> oh really is his name dave <laughs> <laughs> his name's mate michael oh really <laughs> yeah, make me a deal well yeah no and like so like you know that yoda right there i've got a yoda but he came with that luke and i got him in like this auction bid thing where it was like him and the brown haired Luke and the Luke was complete with saber and, 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 and blaster and with, along with Yoda, the Yoda's not complete, but I got those two figures packaged together for 40 bucks. Like you can't beat that man. That yeah. Luke alone a lot of times sells for like 40 bucks. Oh yeah. So, and since he's the brown haired variant, he's a little bit more rare and all like this. So it's just, it's just kind of crazy. And like the stormtrooper there, I picked up the stormtrooper because he's a better version of the stormtrooper that I got. You know, but I, I went ahead and picked him up because he was a good price, you know. So, yeah, it's just it's just me going through, weeding back through my stuff that I've got up here and swapping them out and all like that good junk and, you know, just things like that. It's the same thing with me, though, with just books in general. Like, yeah. I have a book. <clears throat> One of my favorite books is by this guy named John Graves called, called Goodbye to a River. He's yeah. a Texas writer. Okay. About Texas, about lot, basically he's just a writer about 
people, but it's he focuses in on this small area of Texas that he lived in on the Brazos River. Okay. And it's back when they were going to dam up several dams on the river and pretty much change the whole ecosystem. Oh, wow. And they ended up not doing it. Part of it was because he wrote this book. Yeah. They're like, oh, we, we can't do that because it's going to destroy something that is important. And he had a lot of people got behind it. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. But he has one of the most important books I've ever read in my life. I've got the same copy that I read back then, marked with highlight, yellow highlighter in certain parts. Yeah. But yet, and I have that, but yet. You've got a different copy. I, I'm going to, this weird thing happens every once in a while for me, and I'm not trying to say, this is like weird magic stuff going on. <laughs> yeah. I don't, because it's not. Yeah. But I was like, think, man, I'd really, because we go to, maybe my wife go do these little treasure hunts at these thrift shops and stuff. I was like. For some reason, that book was on my mind, and I was like, "Man, I'd really love to find a co- hardcover copy, first edition yeah. of that book. That's something I would like to have because I don't chase first editions, but it would be nice to have one." Yeah. And I was walking through this place, and I'm looking around, and I'm like, and my heart dropped, or whatever the phrase is. It's like I stopped and I saw it. And I'm like, shook my head. And I'm like, turn around and turn away from it. And I look. <laughs> it was a hardcover edition. Yeah. Of that book. Oh, wow. Now, it wasn't a first edition. It was a reprint facsimile of the original. Yeah. I'm like, I don't need this. But it's a hardcover. It's a hardcover. Yeah. It's perfect condition. It's beautiful. That's the addiction. That's the collecting mentality. Oh, yeah. Adam, you know, he's doing his documentary on, and he was talking about it kind of with the book podcast. Yeah. He's talking about dealing with that kind of stuff. But like, yeah, I got it. Oh yeah, of course I got it. And then I, then the, like a week later, I was in a half price books or a month later, I, and I found another. There's a collection of it, like it's called the John Graves Reader, where he took stuff from his entire career, essays he did, stuff he wrote for magazines, yeah, and just put it all together. I have a paperback, of that. <laughs> and here is in half price books for like a stupid cheap prize, yeah, a uh, hardcover, a hardcover, copy? I don't need this, yeah, but I gotta get it, yeah, because it. You know, it fills it, it fills the gaps and it feels comfortable in your brain and it gets that itching off your back of wanting it. So it cuts down that want just a little bit more. But yet, if you found a first edition, yeah. you would probably wind up going ahead and buying that. Then it, you could always yeah. take that other one and take it and sell it. That's what I do. That's yeah. what I do with all my stuff, man. Yeah. Is I'm always, I'll look, I'll, there'll be a dude with 50 vintage figures there. And so I'll sit there and look and look and look and look and look and it's like, like yeah i've got all these but i'm always looking for that the pristine because and it's just for display purposes i'm looking for the dis the pristine display figure that i can get and if i yeah. get it and I, like my thing is luke and biker scouts right yeah so i can have 50 freaking biker scouts and 50 freaking lukes and i'm happy you know, mm-hmm. well, you know, others that, you know, I've got, then yeah, I've got, you know, I can take those dudes and sell them and all like that good stuff or whatever, you know, but you're not going to have remorse. Oh no. Over that, but selling just one Luke, selling just one Luke would feel like, would, uh. yeah, would make me, yeah, exactly. Selling, selling a Luke would, would make me kind of like eh, get a little twitchy, just a little bit me <laughs> like, I don't know if I can do this. This yeah. is my body. You know, which uh, is weird. It's it, a weird thing to acknowledge it. I acknowledge oh, it. Yeah. I have I have some weird issues with stuff like oh, that. Oh God, yeah, yeah. But um, it's just me. Yeah, 
you know. And the biker scouts, like I could sell fifty biker scouts and I would be fine with it, but selling a single Luke would be kind of like, eh. no, like, I don't no. know, like, eh. because, bec- <laughs> like because that's Luke. Yeah, dude, it's Luke. You know, Han, selling a Han Solo, I'd be all right with that, but selling a Luke, I'd be like, eh, I don't know. It's just that's just my character. That's my. The, my focus, as you can see from the, from the high end stuff up there on the top shelf, you know, I, d- I did get up there and dust those dudes just because they really needed it. But like, I need to get in here and finish cleaning the rest of this and kind of get that jumble of crap over there in order. Like even that bottom shelf, I put a bunch of stuff in there on that bottom you shelf. Know, you've just- really done a good job in here though. It's a lot. I don't know how to say it. It's cleaner looking yeah it's more space it's like you can take in because before when before you pulled all that other stuff out it yeah was really so packed that oh, dude, but yeah. now it's almost is like you have actual displays that you can oh yeah appreciate and take in and just see how they tie together oh yeah like i've got that's the original trilogy shelf this is the prequel trilogy rebels and Rogue One, and then that's just kind of like sets that I've got set up. Like I've got, uh, like I said, there's the there's the 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 bounty hunters. Behind that is the uh, it's the protofet protofet is what they call him, but it's the prototype Boba Fett uh, with the uh, the shadow trooper biker scout and actual trooper. Uh, which those guys, those they were never really in anything except for like the EU. They were never in any sort of movie and stuff like that. Yeah. So I've got that, and I've got like the video game stuff over there, and then I've got like the whole like Jabba's palace thing set up there, the backer scout. So it, there is actually like you can see like a setup and stuff like that. And then you know I was trying to set these up to where it was like you know I've got you know Chewbacca, yeah, Bespin, Leia, yeah. and. The, I like that. Yeah. I love the way With you've Lando. done that. You've yeah. gone through there and you've made it like almost like not necessarily scenes, but it's yeah. like they, everything goes fits together. Exactly. Like there was actually thought that went to this. So it took me a while actually I setting bet. all this crap up, dude. I bet, man. Like it, it was kind of frustrating too. And I've actually got extra figures over there that I was like, oh crap, I've got extra figures of this. And that was another reason why I was like, I really should have got a table at that toy show yesterday. I need to do it at some point in time because you I need to, I could sell know, enough people. You could probably. Yeah, get I, get a small group and just have it at like at a, I don't know, not a trade days. Yeah, that would not. I don't think you'd do that. Yeah, place like that. But you maybe do a little mini show in the Denton area. Yeah, and see, I'd actually thought about that before, like trying to set up something up up north, up this way instead of it being down in Dallas or whatever. And that's still kind of playing on my head just a little bit. Maybe trying to set something up or whatnot, just because I think it would be cool. Yeah, I think it needs like find a local hotel that has one of those big rooms you yeah. can rent, find out what the price well, on that is and then set it up. And you you know my buddy Daniel, he did the uh tattoo expo here. Yeah. And uh it did actually really, really well. They had really good attendance because it was like nobody does anything like that up this way. I mean, Ditton is close enough to Dallas that it's what, like thirty miles away or yeah. whatever. So it's like it's nothing for people to hop on the train since you can't actually hop a train and take a train to Dallas. You know, nowadays it's nothing nothing big for people to hop on the train and go down there. But you're still talking about an all day adventure. You yeah. know, doing that. Yeah. If it's here in town, it's like, well, we can go over there for a couple of hours and check yeah. it out and yeah. still be home and eat lunch at home or eat dinner at home or whatever. 
you know, and and still do whatever, you know, with that, you know, you have to go all the way down to Dallas. It's like an all day affair. You got to drive down there. You're probably going to eat lunch down there. You're going to pay your entry fee. You're going to buy something else and blah, 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 blah. And then you've also got your gas and then coming back. Or like I said, if, even if you're not driving down there, you're taking the train. Yeah. There's still another 15 bucks for the train because I think it's $10 to go from Denton to, uh, Frankfurt station or whatever. And then it's another $5 for the all day pass yeah. on the, on the, on the train or whatnot, you know, the so. Dallas Metro one. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it's not bad, but you know, it's like kind of like, eh, well, you know, I think it would do, I think it would actually do pretty decent up here and actually do like maybe just like a fan style convention type yeah. thing or whatnot. So yeah. it's something I've played around with. It's just finding, uh, other financial backers besides myself. Right. You know? Yeah, you don't want to have to go in all by yourself. Yeah. Go. But, you know, there's a the guy that does, um, excuse me, the guy that has more fun and games comics in Denton. And yeah. This is just you and me talking here. This is probably not going to be it. But this is an idea. He has an entire building off the square that's filled with nothing but stuff, unsold quantities. Oh, really? He could bring... He could fill an entire huge section if he'd be willing to do that. I mean, that would be a massive amount of work moving boxes and long boxes, long boxes, long boxes. Oh, yeah. But he sells them. Every once in a while, he'll open up that building, and you go in there and a buck a comic. Oh, wow. You can go through and just go crazy. That's cool. It's so easy to go in there and spend 50 bucks. Oh, that's so. doesn't make a dent in what he has in the building. This is just excess quantity that he has. That's cool. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know that. Yeah. Holy yeah. crap! And he's a really cool guy. Yeah, he is. Is that the little redheaded yeah, dude? Yeah. Yeah. Really nice. Yeah. Really friendly. Oh god, yeah. I used to talk. I used to spend hours in there talking to that dude whenever I was collecting the Star Wars comics. And then, like, it, it just. And I really like that comic book shop a lot. Yeah. I feel bad for him because I know they get a lot of foot traffic being up there on the square. Yeah. And a lot of people just come in there and look, and yes. they don't ever buy. Yeah, and uh, so I always try to make it a point that even though I've, I'm just stepping in there to take a look around, I try to buy at least like a book or something like that, just to like, yeah, just so that way, and then Support like them, keep them going, cause, exactly. Because didn't one just another one just shut down in Denton over the one over here by the Albertson? Yeah, I heard that they moved, but I don't oh, know if they, they moved. I don't know if they moved or if they shut down because they were over down next to Pizza Patron down there off yeah, University, and then they and moved down, like and then they moved down here next to Albertsons. Mm-hmm. That one, uh, did you ever go in there? I did. Yeah. Yeah, that I've said. Yeah, exactly, because I don't want to sell them or anything like that, but it was, it was, you kind of got a sketchy feeling going in there at times. I, I hate to say that. I just didn't feel as welcome. I didn't, yeah. I did not well, feel welcome. It's just, there, comic book shops can have, or game shops or whatever can have a really, there's a bad reputation for some of them. Yeah. If you go into one and then you're treated like you shouldn't be here yeah. or you're stupid for not knowing exactly everything about everything, that's not that's not the shop that's going to stay in business. Oh, yeah. Yeah. More fun and games. Comics here in Denton, they're super friendly. They're super friendly, super cool about everything. They're knowledgeable. They don't, they're not going to talk down to you if you don't know about... You know, Punisher 151 or some crap like that. The and guy, I just threw out a number. Yeah, I don't awesome. know. I had got some special variants of a certain, of XO Man of War number one when Man, uh, Matt Kent did the first. Um, and I went down there and I gave them, said, anybody on your staff, I'm having two or three copies. I said, anybody on your staff 
that loves Valiant, I want you to let them have this. Yeah. Or if you have any like hardcore Valiant fans that pull Valiant books, let them have this. Yeah. And I said, give me your word. This is not something you're going to sell. This is not for sale. This is something I'm, this is spreading love of this thing. Yeah. And they did. And, you know, I, I was, it's like two or three months later, the guy says, come here, come here, come here. The boss, he's going to be regretting that you're not here. The boss guy had gone to one of these special, you know, comic book store, real dealer convention yeah. things. He brought me back this special thing, an Exo Man of War ring. Oh, cool. Um, that was tied into the comic book out, out of metal, cast out of metal. Oh, wow. That they gave away at this thing. And I'm like, yeah. wow, that's really cool. They would actually <laughs> think of me. He had a th- that thought of to set that aside for me. Yeah. Which is just like, I appreciated the heck out. Oh, heck yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that's just cool, man. But it's also just kind of like paying it forward a little bit, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, you went in there and did a good solid because you came across these books and stuff like that. And then, so, it's, it's stuff like that's just awesome. That just gives you an idea of what type of place it is, man. It's, now, it's a really other cool places, place. Other yeah. places, had I done that, I'm pretty sure they just sold the book. Yeah, they would have just sold the book instead of giving it out to somebody who actually reads it or somebody, you know, somebody on staff that actually reads the stuff and all like that yeah, junk, yeah. you know. Like and that's that's why I always went there because like I went into <clears throat> the other one that closed or possibly could have moved. I went in there one time whenever they're at their old location and I was uh asking them about just Star Wars stuff in general, like books and like high end collectibles and stuff like that. And yeah. they just were like, have you seen, you've seen, uh, you've seen fanboys, right? Yes. Yeah. Cause yeah. Yeah. Cause I'll let you borrow up there. Anyways, you know how they treat the trekkers whenever they go in there and oh, they're like, yeah. we don't hawk the trek here. That's kind of how I almost got treated in there. Oh, really? Yeah. They very rudely and was just like, no, we're not going to sell that here. Well, I got the, uh, see, like, I got the exact same vibe when I brought up, I asked them, Hey, do you carry Valiant? Yeah. Valiant? No. Yeah. That's like, that's trash. Yeah. I got that feeling from two shops I went into. Oh, really? And then the funny thing is, within the next year, they They're... were selling it. Oh, really? And I'm like, well, I'm not <laughs> buying it. I'm not buying. I'm not going to pick this up from you. Yeah, exactly. You talk, You made me feel like a loser for even being interested in it. They're asking about that. Yeah. Those titles. Yeah. That's not what you should do if you're in business. No, 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 definitely not. It was, that's what I loved about more fun comics and games because the owner knew me. I would go in there quite often, like at least once a month to get my pulls because I was getting all the Star Wars books. And anytime they would put out a new one, he would get me a, a pull. And then a lot of times with those, whenever, whenever Star Wars, whenever Marvel first got Star Wars back, they were doing all these alternate covers and things oh, yeah. like that. Awesome. Like he yeah. would pull like certain alternate covers and he'd be like, okay, which one do you want, man? Yeah. Or, or do you want any of these? And like, of course, just I'd give buy, me like, the option. Yeah, just, oh, whoa. I just got a cramp in my face at the same time. I don't see anything falling over. So nah, like, you just bumped one yeah, of the glasses. Yeah, I just bumped one of the glasses. I think it was a Lando. Sorry, Lando. Yeah, I was trying to adjust my shirt back here and sl- slipped off the shirt tail. And, yeah, that's and, a dangerous spot for those glasses. No, yeah, no. That'll probably get changed also. Uh, what was it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, but, you know, and I wound up having to stop collecting the books just because it just turned into be so many books that i was getting a month it went from being 
a pleasure to being an obligation yeah feeling like you just had to keep up with it you don't have to keep up with anything exactly and then also trying to find a parking spot on the square oh yeah it's a beating yeah trying to find a parking spot on the square get to the shop where they're open because they don't open to like noon or something like 11 that noon, yeah yeah it will i would get off work at 11 on saturdays so i would try to go in like on my overtime days going on uh after i get off work at 11 but they weren't cl- open till like noon so it's like what am i gonna do kill an hour and a lot of times i would not because but go to you know JJ's pizza man and get you slice. yeah true yeah, that's good pizza too, man. It is good. Yeah, which brings you brought up going to Dallas when you like doing this thing and you're eating and yeah, you went to Austin. Did you eat anything good or was it just like quick trip and not and didn't put any thought into it? Uh, it's like well, I mean, it's been a while since I've been down there, but uh, yeah, we didn't go any place like super awesome or anything like that. It's mainly like Whataburger. You know? Well, you're yeah. yeah okay. That's your fallback. Yeah, that's my fallback. You, you can, <laughs> you can live off a water burger. Pretty much, <laughs> yeah. It's good stuff. Yeah, but well, I mean, whenever I've been down there, it was like union stuff and all like this type of junk, and like you know, they always had the banquet the one night, and so they feed you that night and stuff. So, uh, and then the other times, you're usually so blasted busy that it's like you don't really have time to run away from yeah. the 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 goings on to get off to someplace decent to go eat. I would like to go to that one in a millions and go. uh have some breakfast tacos down there, but like I always hear that they're stupid busy and stuff. Uh, but I'd been down there to a couple of places before I went to one place that was like an all natural beef, like burger place or whatever. Really? And yeah. I was kind of like, it was supposed to have been like super awesome. And I was just like, eh, it tasted like a burger, but there yeah. wasn't any seasoning in the meat. So oh, it was just really? like, yeah, it's just like, and don't get me wrong, man. You don't have to season meat too much, but like no, just a little bit of something. Pepper. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. But yeah. Yeah. I just had to ask that cause I love food. Yeah. No, I, I'm right there with you <laughs> to, go, to go back to the new year. Yeah. My cousin, our cousin, yeah, Dan, yeah, gave me a pound of white-tailed deer ground, oh. and a pound of mule deer. Really? So, and for New Year's, yeah, I made a big pot of deer chili, Texas red deer chili. Oh yeah, yeah. and uh, my wife even allowed me not to put beans in it really and it was so good so can you tell the difference in the taste between mule deer and what regular I like white tail any. well there is a difference but they were mixed together so i could you couldn't differentiate in that there is a okay. there is a um he uh according to him more people will like the mule deer than the the white tail oh really yeah huh that might be one of his less gamey game, or something like that. Probably. I always just like doing it in like sausage, man. I regretted doing it because I wanted to try it. Yeah. He'll give me more, but it's just one of those things like that. Cause he brought us, you can make chili out of or make spaghetti sauce out of it. And like <laughs> I'm doing that. Cause I lived off of that. I then lived off of that because yeah. no one else in my family is a leftover eater. Oh yeah. And I hate wasting. How are they not leftover? I don't, eaters, man? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But I, I lived off of that. For six days. Heck yeah, dude. The first couple of days is just <laughs> chili. Yeah. And then I turned it into. Uh, did you do it like I chili did nachos? Burger? Heck yeah. I did a chili burger. Yeah. And then I started and then with the last bits, I'd made burritos. Okay. And, and every. And it got. You know, 
that that flavor yeah over time just just keeps awesome oh yeah because chili is one of those that you can make it and it just like just keeps getting better as the days go by it seems like yeah usually the second day is better than yeah. the first i think i would have been scared to eat it after six days so no unless you it, froze it. it wasn't really six it was okay. more like four okay good yeah but, i was gonna say like that might be starting to turn south a little bit no more. i kept it I, I didn't leave it out yeah well no i'm t- <laughs> i didn't think you did. i didn't set it on the porch and the- <laughs> With the flies. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, you know, it just adds more protein to it. I think, that's, right? true. that's true. <laughs> yeah. But there's one, there's there's something that we were talking about also earlier that I sent y'all a link because it was kind of funny because my nephew sent me this, like, meme on Instagram. And I was like, it sounded kind of interesting. And it was like, it was like, true fact, there's a comic that does this. Yes. It's a Star Wars comic. And so I was like, that's actually, like, it's an intriguing idea. And I, I started wondering about this thing. I was like, is this real? Yeah. And so after my l- little investigation that I did, come to find out it's real. It's real. It's and a it, real thing. And you shared it with Steven and me. Yeah. And it blew my mind. Yes. It blew your mind, blew my mind as well. It's Star Wars Tales 19. It was done by Dark Horse. It was produced uh, May 14th of 2004 uh, with a total of 64 pages. Uh, the publisher summary is a hyperdrive malfunction sends the Millennium Falcon massively off course, trapping Han Solo galaxies away from his home system. Now stranded light years from everything, uh, stranded light years from everything he knows, Han must fight the life-threatening hazards of the jungle-filled world that has become his prison. Will he be able to fix the Falcon and return? To his loves, who knows? Anyways, basically, what it is that happens in this book is that he, uh, Han and Chewbacca, they skip across the uh, skip across the universe and crash land on Earth. Yeah, and Han is killed by Indians in the Pacific Northwest, and then years later, I think it said 126 years later, Indiana Jones finds the bones. Or the remnants, the remains of Han Solo while looking for Sasquatch, a.k.a. Chewbacca. Yes. And I was like, dude, I've got to read this. I think it was Star Wars Tales 19. I might have just been reading the wrong one. I'm looking up on my comic shop right now. It was either Star Wars Tales 19, or, but that seemed like the right date. You can uh, get it. I do know you can get it on Comixology. Yeah, you can get it on a, Comixology. In a, in a collection of Star Wars tales. Comixology, uh, it's like 14 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but the, the actual hardcover book or the actual, uh, books of it is like, this one's like 50 bucks on Macari. Uh, is it 19. The issue itself, though, is 19, right? Yeah. It, you can pick that up right now. Oh, that is a look at the cover for uh, the. Oh, this is a B cover. Oh yeah, yeah. The Han Solo standing there with his, with his uh, uh, blaster pointed at the sky. Well, these are CGC, so they're yeah five bucks. Oh, they don't have it in stock. Of course not, because it's so awesome. This is one of those things people are. <laughs> oh God, yeah. I'm sure that's one of those that people are like they just gobbled it up and now it's. It, I figured whenever I saw that, I was like, man, it's going to be one of those. It's like an expensive book. And I just, but I, I want to read that story. I want to get the hard, uh, the actual 
copy, physical copy of it. Yeah. I keep saying hard copy. That's not a hard copy. Hard it's, copy, yeah. I, I call it physical hard copy, copy because I want the physical copy. I want to read the digital copy, but I want to get an actual physical copy of it. So that's going to be my like. It's like you're sticking Indiana Jones. You're sticking Indy. You got Indiana Jones and Han Solo in the same Two story. Of my biggest loves. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's got to be cool. not to love about that? <laughs> right? But that just blew my mind because whenever he sent me that, I was like, that's a really cool idea. Please be true. And then whenever I looked it up, I was like, oh, my goodness, it really is true. It really did happen. They really did do this. And I was like, how did this sneak by me? And how has this not been like more of a big ordeal? Like, it needs to happen. That needs to be, like, promoted even more, man. I would love to see that. You know, like, you know what I always wanted to see when I was really young and, you know, Star Wars was still, like, a fresh thing. And yeah. Battlestar Galactica, the first oh, series, yeah. was yeah. on TV. And then you had Star Trek. In my child head, I'm like, how cool would it be if somebody could, like, merge these three things together? <laughs> like, right. Like Luke runs into Starbucks. Oh, dude, from that would Battlestar so awesome. Galactica. With the Vipers and yes. stuff? Yes. The you- Cylons. Yes, dude. Fighting the, Empire, the, the, the the Cylons fighting the Empire. Stormtroopers and stuff come. The- oh, God, yeah. Hold on just a second. I'm checking something out. I'm going to pause this just one second yeah. if you don't mind. All right, I just had to do a little fact check. Fact check before I I mentioned anything about it because we were talking about Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, uh, yeah. The creator and original of the original Battlestar Galactica was sued by George Lucas, but Lucasfilm and Fox sued Universal, claiming that Battlestar Galactica had at least thirty four similarities to Star Wars, including the idea that the tech of the show copied and lived in a gritty quality of tech in Star Wars. Now I don't know what the outcome of that was. But yeah, they 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 sued they him. did sue him. Yeah, they did sue him. That's funny, because I, I I come on, George. Yeah, <laughs> right. I mean, I mean, you think about it though. Everything before that was all pristine and clean and stuff. But did you ever watch? Did you ever watch the uh, newest Battlestar Galactica series that came out? In the I early did not 2000s? get into it. Unfortunately, it's something oh, yeah. I want to maybe someday dive. In. I've heard it's so good. It used to be on Netflix, man, and it was one of those that I really loved, and it was really really good up to a point. Okay, yeah, and you could see it's funny because there's a point in the series, and I'm not going to tell you anything about it. Because you, if I want you to watch it because it is a good series. Uh, but there's a point where you can tell that they reach a definite end spot in the series. But sci-fi, because it came on the sci-fi channel, just sci-fi wanted. just kept renewing them. So they're like, well, they're handing us money. So here, let's just so keep, let's just keep going. And at that point, it really just kind of dropped off. And so I was almost like the, the, the showrunner had a definite story in mind. Yeah, 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 exactly. And like it should have ended here, but instead it kept going. And that's whenever, if you ask me, it really kind of dropped off a little bit. It was still good. And I never finished the series myself just because like it just really like fell off but yeah 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 yeah, i got excited today because i was uh with my parents earlier this morning having breakfast and there was a dude sitting there at whataburger reading leviathan wakes oh yes yeah i was like oh i was like expanse man like that that next expanse uh, do you have any update on the next book? No, I'm supposed I do to be not. Out? I do not. I, I hadn't even thought about it, but I've been. I did get into watching the, the series again, and, and then it's funny. Like once you, Amazon you, took it over, have you gotten to the Amazon? Yeah, yeah. They really poured some money. They did. The, they, the special effects are what it deserved. The entire oh, thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
And it just, it did start getting better after Amazon got a hold yeah. of it. So I was like, oh, wow. Okay, cool. Like I didn't, I wasn't unhappy with how sci-fi did it. No, but they it were, is, I think they were limited in what they could do. Yeah. Yeah. I think so as well. I think they were limited on what they could do. They're limited on the budget and stuff like that. Whereas Amazon, I mean, good God, you got the backing of, of Jeff Bezos. Yeah, so you, you can get, basically just pour uh, money into well, it. Amazon or Netflix, or, you know, they, yeah. they, they buy that IP or invest in it. They've got the deep pockets to make it quality. Oh God. Yeah. Speaking of which the Witcher. Yeah. Which is a book series. And a video game series that I've always been familiar, I'm aware of, but I just never got into it. I've heard it's really good. Yeah. Um, well, that the, the show came out, dropped on Netflix, and I was interested in it. And my wife was interested. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a show, <laughs> and it's not. I'm not going to say it's bad. Yeah. I, I told you it would for me to make it a perfect show. They could have just made it four episodes yeah it would have been like a really amazing show you know what's funny it was because adam said the same thing yesterday did he because we were talking about the witcher but anyways go ahead and finish, finish that's what pretty much talking. it okay. i mean you y'all you, you and steven had been talking about well y'all couldn't really get through the first I, episode i couldn't dude i dry and slow i and, tried watching it and like they're talking about all this stuff that i've got no knowledge whatsoever exactly. about you're thrown into and a world and yeah they're not really they're not really giving you any explanation or anything like that and it's like okay well cool like I understand, like, you're trying to set the story, mm-hmm. but you also got to give me a little bit of action in there as well, or something, something oh, to define. There gets, there's action later. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll try to power through it and stuff like that and, and see like what I can do. My wife likes to. to point out lots of naked. <laughs> like, wow. Yeah. Uh, you really don't need to do this. Like, <laughs> this is way too much naked. Is it, is it, is it, uh, Game of Thrones naked? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. It's almost like gratuitous. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, Game of Thrones like, did it. We got to do the same thing. It's yeah. Like, really? We're setting things in a fantasy world. So uh, somebody's got to be naked in every episode yes, just about. Yeah. That's what happens. And it's, yeah, yeah, whatever. Some people love it. Some, whatever. Yeah. I, I just want a good story. And it, it's, it's, compelling enough to make me want to watch the next i can dig it season if they do yeah one. henry cavill cavill yeah henry cavill and cavill good. or whatever the character i didn't even realize that was him until somebody posted a thing that was him in the superman suit and then him as the witcher and the, i was like oh okay that is that the, dude the thing about it is are you familiar with el the elric saga series of books by hmm. a guy named michael moorcock no it's uh he is a like an anti-Conan kind of, he's like white hair, yeah, a swordsman, king of this race of people. Um, that's kind of like ancient Great Britain or something like that. Don't want to get. If you want to know about this? Go listen to Michael from Germany. Uh, he does a couple of episodes where he, he brings talks about Elric from Melnibo. Okay, Melnibo, Melnibo, Bonet. Can't say it. He says it wonderfully. I know you were you were doing a great job, but he's like weak. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And he has to have drugs. To help him stay alive and strong, and he does yeah. magic and stuff. Well, the Witcher has white hair, and he takes this draft. He takes these little bottles of stuff when he's in need of extra energy or something. Yeah. And he has like some abilities where he can do things, kind of magic like. But at the same time, he's also like Conan, like big and burly and super strong and tough, and he's moody and yeah. So I think it's like a weird mixture of those two characters in my head but no i'm not trying to i'm just that's just how my head works no i, I haven't you. read the books i haven't played the games yeah my wife's like hey that's like skyrim because he <laughs> does this shout thing or does this thing where oh like, yeah the words of power in skyrim yeah. is really really cool 
So I'm guessing y'all got the Fus Roda yeah. or, or close to that. Wow, I just totally like peaked everything <laughs> just in. Fus. Yeah, you, you get yeah. the different dragon shots in that game. That game is so much fun, man. We've been playing it, and I, I always thought that, because I had fallen out of playing games a long time ago, and I always yeah. thought it was one of those, you had to have really fast, you had to have an internet connection to, I guess, if you play with other people. Well, Skyrim is all solely like uh, a, a closed world just okay. for you. And, See, I didn't know. Yeah. I wasn't sure about that. So, it's not like ESO, where ESO is like, I mean, it's it's open world like ESO is, but ESO is like, basically like an MMO type thing. So yes. it's okay. all online. Uh, so it's constantly like loading and downloading and okay, stuff like that. Okay, not like this crap. Okay. Uh, but I was really Skyrim. happy to find out that th- this was available. Like, oh this, yeah, yeah, that's perfect. Oh god, yeah. And Sky- Skyrim is basically the same thing as ESO, except for it's not the MMO based thing. Gotcha. Uh, ESO is a little bit different because you have a little bit more controlled. Where like with uh, Skyrim, you can act, you can have like a spell ready in one hand, and you can have a weapon ready in the other hand, or you can have two spells ready in each hand, but you've got like one hand with this trait going on. You got one hand with just this trait going on. Whereas with ESO, you've got an action bar so you can have like triangle, do something like playing with the controller. You can have like the R one be like something. So you can quickly maneuver back and forth. Exactly. Tab. Okay. Now let's do the fire. Yeah. Yeah. And pull up different stuff. Yeah. Or like you can eat like 50 wheels of cheese to re, re, yeah. re, replenish your health I, and stuff like I that. I ate every piece of food I had in my thing the other day just to get some weight. <laughs> yeah. Cause I want to keep my dragon scales. Oh yeah. Oh dude, that's like the worst thing. Those things weigh you down so much. The dragon scales and the dragon bones. And, and here so, I, I got, I'm walking really slow. Yeah. I'm not going <laughs> to give up my dragon bones. Oh dude, I don't blame you. And then what you do is so, like here's what here's the little thing that I found out to do whenever I was playing Skyrim. So say you're in a dungeon and you're overweight, and so you're like walking really, really slow. So what you do is you drink a uh, drink a strength buffing yeah, potion, yeah, right. And I think it's like as soon as you get out or as soon as you get to a certain point in the dungeon, you can fast travel to certain places. Yeah. So then you fast travel to that certain and place, go to your dump your, it out yeah go to your stockpile dump it out and there you go yeah i'm really looking forward to having a house because right now I've, i'm using a chest and this lady uh delphine's yeah in that she gave me a key to the secret room Yo, yeah and i'm hoping nobody steals my stuff oh no they don't okay good. yeah dude trust me like, i can't carry this stuff around because i want to find like three houses in that game and it was all just because like one of them is a haunted house and one of the things you you go into this haunted house and you wind up clearing the spirits out of it and stuff like that and so you can buy the house. I bought the house and it was basically like you walked into it and it was just full of crap. Like there's like uh, there's like the potions room to where it was like there's oh, like wow. all these potions all over the place because it's like you you just wind up getting up getting so much crap and you always got to have your your equipment fixing hammers or whatever yeah, you know yeah yeah because it's the fun. equipment constantly breaks. Oh yeah, dude, it's so much fun. I love that game. I played. Me and Adam spent so much time playing that game. It was ridiculous. In fact, it killed my PS3. Really? It did, dude. Uh, I, <laughs> I had a PS3 that I had bought whenever I was, uh, married. Me and my ex-wife bought it as our, like, uh, anniversary present to each other. And so I had the PS3 for quite a while. And, uh, 
he, uh, uh, we were playing, I was playing it. And as soon as I would leave to go to work, he'd jump on stick and he'd play Skyrim. Well, it was like, we played nonstop. So the, the PlayStation three was constantly running, constantly yeah. running, constantly running. It just wound up just killing it. Just wound up killing it. It wound up like, uh, killing the board or, or overheating it and stuff like that or whatever. But yeah. Well, it was fun. It's just, this is like, I remember seeing you had a horse the first time you showed me ESO, I guess, and you had your horse, and I'm like, that's so awesome. Oh, yeah. And then I found a horse, mm-hmm. which didn't belong to me. <laughs> it was just like a dead bandit had a horse standing there, and I yeah. took the horse, but the horse would never stay with me. Oh, yeah. That horse has always wanted to walk off, so yeah. I rode him for a while, and then I got him stuck on the side of a mountain, and I couldn't <laughs> get him down, so I jumped off the horse. And ran off and just left the horse stuck on the mountain. Then, oh, I, bought, I, then I, I, I saved up enough money to buy my horse. Yes. Then I had a, then a dragon. Dragon killed it? Yes. But you can go back to the stable and get a horse. So you, you, you can go back to the stable and get there. a horse. It'll be there. So, okay. yeah. Good. Yeah, because, yeah. I really felt bad. I'm like, yeah. God, I had it for a day and he gets eaten. Because it used to piss me off, dude, because you'd, like, jump off your horse to go battle something. And then here comes your horse up to battle it with you. And you're like, dude, stay back there. I don't yeah, want you to get killed. Like, he's yeah. kicking butt on wolves left and right. I'm oh, like, yeah. I'll just let you do that. Oh, yeah. And trolls used to kick my butt, dude. Trolls used to kick my butt on that game. I, I avoid them. I've learned to yeah. run. Oh, yeah. I'm like I can't. I'm, I learned I am not the biggest <laughs> bad guy yeah. in the in the town in the I, realm. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, okay. There's a okay. I'm still not up to killing dragons by myself. Yeah. Yet. Oh yeah. I'm almost there, but yeah. I'm like I'm running. Yeah. I got. I gotta go. Run away. <laughs> no, dude. That is a very, very, very fun game, and just the that uh that franchise alone, like it's got a pretty uh pretty interesting uh storyline to the entire franchise with yeah. oblivion and all like that and the uh the the daedra and just everything like that man it's a very 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 cool thing i, I wish more uh I, I, it, games like that make me wish that dragon lance and uh make me wish that dragon lance and other uh fantasy had something like that. had had something like that like yeah dungeons and dragons has one that's called neverwinter that you can always download for free on like playstation winter back in the day I yeah remember. yeah it will and neverwinter is still going i wish like you know forgotten realms and and dragon lance and stuff like that had a game like like eso or, or oblivion or, or or skyrim or whatever something like that that you could go and create a character and play around you know, in those areas. Dungeons and D&D back um, not long after they launched 5th edition did a, a, a Sword Coast Legends game, which I got yeah. through Steam. And it's 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 not as good of like video quality or, or design as as um, as a Skyrim per se. Yeah. But it gave it's the same game you're going oh, yeah. you get missions and you go but the what i liked about it is you could it'd be your main character and then along the story you'd pick up other people that would become your party it did yeah. and dragons you've got your party you need a wizard you need a cleric you need a you know a thief something like you know you know oh yeah and you could have that for the game yeah, I just, I just, I would love to have something where I got to play around in Kryn in the Dragonlance like time period, just because it would be just so cool to be able to be like 
on a quest and run across somebody from the, like the Chronicles, like Sturm or Karaman or Raceland or really would be. Or, or Tasselhoff. Like it'd be freaking cool. Oh, or even, I don't know if I'd want to see Tasselhoff. Or not. <laughs> he, he, right. he wouldn't have anything left. Yeah. We're, yeah, we're yeah, probably exactly. getting close to. Oh, we're over an hour. Okay, and my, okay. Yeah, my butt's about to die. But, so. but, but. So. Speaking of butt, but, but. Oh, wow. You Dennis, got a bunch of speaking of oh, Dennis. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I forgot about those. Dennis gave me all those comics. He gave yep. me a ton of G.I. Joe's also that I'm, I'm going to bring those over with some others I have. Yeah. He sent me unopened packs. I'm totally recording this, by the way. Well. Yeah. You're going to have to put the recorder down because you're opening. What? I'm opening. Okay. I'll, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I'll, I'll give you the phone and then you can. So I'm going to. Okay. So here, we'll trade. And part of me is like, I can't open this. Yeah, you can. You but totally can. Then he also sent. Holy crap. These. That's cool, man. And I'm going to let you. You get to choose. I'm not I'm not a green oh, monster. Okay. So you get to choose one. Um, I'll just go ahead and go with this one right here. You took here. the right one. Oh, awesome. Oh, cool. Hate me, Luke. Destroy me. Sealed up. That's awesome, man. But here we go. Dude, I think that's originally sealed, too. That's freaking wicked cool. All right, so here, I'll, I'll swap with you. Everybody gets to see my ugly ugly mug now. I did. I, I haven't really showered today, but... Ooh, oh, wow, dude, that just came out. I hate... I kind of hate doing this, but at the same time, it's super freaking cool. Where's the gum? Ooh. Chew it. <laughs> you don't want to chew the gum. The gum's in there. Look, it's in pieces. Oh, wow. You can see where the gum was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I did try some once. Yeah. This is the worst thing I've ever done in my life. Oh, wow. Look, you got a Chewbacca sticker. Oh, nice. So this is, let's see what the date is on this real fast. So this is it's from Empire Strikes Back. Empire Strikes Back came out in 1980, and this is actually dated 1980. Tops Chewing Gum Incorporation. Well, let's see if we can see that there. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so we've get you've got Chewbacca, you've got Kirshner directs Mark Hamill. Ooh, cool! Well, so there's Irvin Kirshner, who is the director of. Oh wow! Look at that. That's a snowspeeder in outer space. I'm trying to make sure I don't get two of these at a time. Rebel armored snowspeeder, but they've got him flying in outer space. Awesome. The galaxy's most loyal droids, which is R2 and 3PO. Racing to the Falcon. Nice. Oh, okay. So that's them coming out of Bespin. It's got some oh, residue on it. Mm-hmm. Fighting against the Empire. I'll give you five bucks if you chew that gum. Really? I don't have five bucks on it. Oh, okay. I mean, I will. I think I got it in a jar in there. Then you got a warrior driven. Oh. Look at that. That's Luke. That's awesome. That's, that's a, a great good, shot. That's a good shot. Yeah. Oh, that, oh, that, that one's really cool, iconic. too. Luke battles himself. Question mark? Oh, into the carbon freezing pit. That's a really good. That's really cool. Han and the princess shelter on icy Hoth, which is <laughs> Han Solo stuffing Luke in the is stuffing Luke in the Tantana. I thought they smelled bad on the outside. Yeah, tracking the probot. That's really cool. Nice, awesome. Those are really cool cards, man. And you got a Chewbacca sticker. Yeah. And it's got oh, and it's got the a piece of the puzzle. Yeah, a piece of the puzzle. That's really cool, man. Well, That's, speaking of, what is this you have here in front of you? Oh man, those I was actually I actually made a post about those earlier on uh, Imperial Commissary. I got these from a friend of mine a while ago, and I, I had these sitting out so I could take pictures of them. And I just uh, I was just trying to get some information from them because I'd never seen them before. 
and they were done by Burger King. Hmm. Yeah, but I was I was just kind of goofing around in here, finished putting things away, and then I came across those, and I was like, oh yeah, I forgot all about that. Those are cool. Heck yeah, dude. And cards, dude. Thanks, man. That's freaking awesome. Yep. I couldn't believe that that gum in there. <laughs> That's so awesome. No, I have chewed it, and I'm not going to do that again. Oh, yeah. I have. I got some baseball cards. I'm like, why the heck not? I'm going to try it. And it's like, no. Did it just, like, turn to powder in your mouth? It just crumbled up into smaller and smaller. Yeah. It's yeah. Not. Yeah, because it's got to be one of those things. Like, the only thing that bothers me about that is, like, the cards look like they got a little bit of water damage on them here on the sides. And so I'm like, I don't know. Like, See that right there? That's either that looks I like think that. that's from the gum. Yeah, that could be from gum, but that looks like that might be a little bit of mold, maybe or something like that. But yeah, dude, that's really that's really really cool. Nah, very Dennis, cool. Dennis is cool. Oh god, yeah. So Dennis sent you those also. Yeah, yeah. that is freaking awesome, man. Yep, all of that stuff. That is very neat. Cleaning a house. That's freaking cool. Yeah, we're gonna. You should hold on to that 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 wax pack, oh, yeah. just the packaging, because yeah. that's like we can throw that gum away for you, and then like you, I'd take it and maybe like find something like little frame or something like that to put that in. That's a good idea. Yeah, just because the packaging itself is just really cool. So, did you want to open up the second one or let's hold off on that one? Okay, sounds good to me. Cool. Well, I think that's going to wrap it up for us. Though, so we'll just go ahead. And do the outro then. Let's do it. All right, cool. Uh, go by www.nerdylegion.com slash audible. Sign up for your one free month and one free book. You don't have to keep the subscription, but you get to keep the book. And we say it every every time. You're going to keep the subscription because it's cool. Yeah. It's so much fun. Like, I've, I've been going through Harry Potter right now. Uh, you can go through Harry Potter. You can go through The Expanse. You can go through Red Rising. You can go through... Uh, one of the books that Michael was talking about earlier. Just you can find just about anything just on about, Audible. Yeah. So go by do that. Uh, while you're at it, go by rate us, write a review. Just remember, please be kind. We like five stars. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. The no, the the Twitter is at the number two BT show. That's number two BT show. Or you can email us. That's two BT show at gmail.com. That's the number two BT show at gmail.com. Uh, I think that's it, man. It's been fun, dude, man. We did not even talk about rise of Skywalker. Yeah. We're going to have another one. I need to go (laughs) see rise of Skywalker. And so what we need to do, is uh, we need whenever you come over here sometime to record, or whenever I go up there, we need to go see it again, and then we can record immediately afterwards. Yeah, that'd be good. I would like to say come down here and we'll go to the IMAX and go see it. Cool. So just let me know whenever you're free. It doesn't even have to be a Sunday. It can be a Saturday if you want to. Yeah. So just whenever, or even during the middle of the week, especially like a Friday or something like that yeah. or whatnot. So we can always hit fuzzies again because that's always oh, yeah. a good idea. So anyways, uh, with that being said, I'm David. I'm Michael. 2BT signing Oh, hey, by the way. Hey, everybody. Welcome to 2BT. I'm David. I'm Michael. <laughs> 2BT signing off. <laughs> Vio Condias. May the force be with you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That wasn't terrible. That was pathetic. Boom. Nerdy Legion. Nerdylegion.com.